Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Pirate of Change. I'm really happy that you're listening and today I have a new guest called uh, Dragos and I'm really happy to have you here today. Uh, he's originally from uh, Romania and he loves to travel around the world and to explore uh, what the world has to offer and he also started his own business called Upgrade Your Story. Uh, where he kind of guides people through the process of how to start meditating and how to get the most out of it. Uh, and I'm really happy to have you here today, Dragos. Uh, thank you so much. I'm really happy to, to be here. Okay, great. And um, I'm really interested in what inspired you to start Upgrade Your Story. Oh, um, so I guess it started like from an early age. I used to question everything that was happening. Uh, because I didn't really like the reality that society gives us. And I just started to question all the systems that we have, like the systems of working, of living, of relationship, of just life in general. And by questioning it and by searching it, I kind of discovered, let's say, new aspects or new ways of how people could live and how that could make life much better. And one of the first thing that helped me a lot uh, with this, it was meditation. So it all started from there by meditating and by just putting myself through new experiences and expanding my, let's say, horizon. I came up to find new, bet new and better systems to improve, let's say, the 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 human existence or the for 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 most people to live in a more relaxed state in a nutshell okay and um what inspired you to start meditating uh, how did you kind of find out more about meditation and how did mm -hmm. it start for you oh so when i was a kid i was always fascinated by superpowers and by heroes and cartoons. And one thing that I really enjoyed was seeing monks uh, just fighting. And then I saw them meditating and I was like, wow, what's that? It's like, I just, it was an instant uh, attraction. And I just started practicing it and I started doing it. I started to like it. And I kind of used it when I was in hard times, for example, when I was in high school and I had a lot of like social pressure that you should be this, you should be that, you should get a girlfriend, you should get a job, you should whatever. And I just use it at that, at that point to kind of escape, to kind of escape this reality, to escape the stress. And from there on, I just used it almost every day. And one thing led to another. I had some spiritual experiences I managed to understand my body better, my mind better, and from there on, I just used it as a tool for self-exploration. So it all started from, let's say, my fascination with monks. And I started putting it into practice, and from there on, I just used it constantly. Okay, and what is like, the biggest thing you've learned from meditation or how has it impacted you to make changes in your life? So one, the, one of the most important things that I got out of meditation 
is that it gives you like a time off or it gives you space to see the things from a bigger, bigger, bigger perspective. Because we're all the time, we're just like caught in this like race of life. It's like running from one thing to another without actually questioning why are we doing this or why do we need to do this? So in meditation, it just gave me like a time where I could just stop and see my motives or see my why. And because I did this, I started to just, just um, let's say, release some goals that were not useful to who I am. So it just helped me to realize, okay, this is actually what I want from life. And this is how I want to do it. I don't want to go for, for the conventional, let's say, path that society just lays out for you. So it just helped me to put everything into a bigger perspective and see the motives behind my actions. Okay. And you also uh, mentioned that you had some like really spiritual uh, experiences with meditation. Could you maybe share one of those and how it felt for you? Yes, yes. Um, I will share one of the biggest and I think the first, the first one that I had. So it was one of my, let's say, down moments. Uh, I was uh, in another country. I was alone. I was in new territory and I just was a bit down. So I meditated and I went really deep that time and i kind of asked the universe like okay why am i here or uh, what is my purpose and suddenly it just a, a huge rush of energy went to my heart and i could feel just like a huge expansion and the energy was so profound that in that moment i could feel that i could like lift a mountain with with my finger and it was so the energy was so huge that I got a bit scared and I just came out of it and then it like disappeared. And that was one of my first experiences. And even to this day, I cannot fully understand or explain what happened then. Uh, however, I could slightly reproduce that feeling, not to that extent, but I can reproduce it in a lighter version. So that was my, my first, let's say, spiritual experience of, of this kind. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes when you go really deep into meditation, um, yeah, you can feel all these extreme sensations into your body and it's like you kind of lose the perception of like this physical world and like that energy that's greater than you kind of takes over you. And in one way, it's very, um, it's like really blissful and it's, it's really powerful and beautiful. But in the other way, it's also maybe even scary for us because we, yeah. I think it's always when you haven't experienced something before or when something is completely out of your comfort zone um, because you're like, what is this and what is going on? And I think we, as humans, we always question everything. And yeah. it's good to question everything and to analyze things in your life, but it's also really important to sometimes just let go of the questioning and to exactly to yeah to let go of that. And mm -hmm. 
for example, um, how long do you usually meditate for on a daily basis or does it change a little bit? Yes, it usually changes from, let's say, time to time, from mood, from just like, depends on the day. But usually I kind of meditate like two times a day uh, in the morning and in the evening before I go to sleep and sometimes uh, in, the, in, the, in the day when I just uh, get this like calling to meditate. I just go into that zone and just just stay there uh and it depends from time to time it may be one hour or 10 minutes five minutes it happens to be more because sometimes i lose kind of sense of time and just like time flies away yeah for me the same so it it can be mm -hmm. different usually it's like at least like 50 minutes and then sometimes i also have a meditation of an hour but i also mm -hmm. try to do it like twice a day or at least always in the morning. Um, so do you maybe have some advice for people who uh, want to start meditating or they want to implement it, are already doing it, want to implement it more in their life? Uh, yes. Um, so for those who want to start, it's, it's simpler than it sounds. So we just think that meditation is not thinking. However, it's impossible to do that. It's, you can stop thinking only if you're dead or enlightened. And the thing about meditation is just focusing not on the mind, but on the body. So that's, that's your only exercise. Just bringing your attention to the breath or to the body. And for those who start or who want to start, my simple advice is just do it. It's the more you do it, the more easier it gets and the more the body gets into this pattern of doing it. It's, it's nothing complicated. It's like an exercise. You need to do push-ups till it gets comfortable. That's all. Okay, yeah. Because I noticed that sometimes when I talk to people about it or say, you know, um, it would be helpful to start meditating. But what I uh, see come up a lot is that a lot of people have to fear to be just by themselves or they fear to be really confronted with some mm -hmm. aspects of their being or some things they might have uh, suppressed. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, what would help you or maybe uh, something you've learned to, um, to still do it so to not let that fear hold you back? Well, I would like to... To add some more about about this uh, this part of us, uh, so most people we that are running away from their from themselves, so they're running away through distractions uh, like I don't know substance, uh, games, entertainment, friends, people, uh, or even music. So it's just a form of running away from from yourself, and you usually run away. Because we don't want to face that, that part of us that we don't like or we don't accept. Uh, and we just want to focus on that part that is, let's say, the, the, in, in the norms or the part that everybody accepts. And this is the scary part about going into meditation. Because once you are alone with yourself, you need to confront that, that part that you renegade or that you ignore. And... 
it may be scary at the at the at the beginning and for most people they never do it or they just do it when a crisis happens or something that it's so painful that the the pain of meeting that that lost part of yourself is less than the pain of that trauma so that's one thing that happens when let's say crisis hits you just go go into yourself and then you meet that that aspects of yourself that you are running away from that's one way the other way is just build the courage and just face yourself it's by again by by will if you if you need, you need to exercise your will every day to stay there stay still concentrate and kind of like integrate those parts that you're running away from yeah yeah because what i also explain to love people is that those parts and those aspects are always with you even if you exactly. face them or not and what happens when you actually uh suppress them and not listen or uh, allow yourself to see those parts of yourself it will still come up in your life but you will have no control over it so exactly. and the negative part negative parts you know negative or positive that's just judgment but the parts that we're not willing to see they will come up usually in very manipulative ways and exactly. people kind of manipulate or being into doing certain things to still get those needs needs they mm -hmm. have met and one of the yeah. things always really important is when you're able to see even the more darker aspects of yourself or the things you're afraid to see or maybe pain you have suppressed um it will no longer control your life exactly it's then you will come like into what we also call the creator mind you will come uh, become more in control of your life and not yeah. in control of your controlling every single thing that's happening uh, because that's a lot of time what people want and um but i think in meditation you actually practice letting go of that control yes yes in meditation you need to let go of everything including of yourself of who you think you are and also about this dark side and good side um, people always run away from from that their let's say negative personality or negative traits however if you run away from them they will catch you they will catch you eventually and one little exercise that i kind of did years ago unconsciously so i had a had a friend uh, one of my best friends and i kind of like disappointed uh that friend by one of my negative behaviors and i felt so bad about it and i was just like guilty and i was like blaming myself and all of this and at one point i just accepted that okay i am that i am like that you know that's apart from me i'm also the great guy but i'm also the asshole so it's both both sides of me and when i did that when i accepted the that negative side as a part of me just it was incredible i felt so good my chest literally just like went like this and i was like incomplete so it's you need to integrate both sides also the good one and also the bad one it's 
the thing is we always judge because we think like, oh, the bad part will hurt somebody or will offend somebody. That's life. Like nobody will die from a bit of getting offended. So. Yeah, and I think that's because like our ego, it also wants to be always perceived as good. And yeah. a lot of time people think like the ego is the really selfish part of ourselves that always wants only things for themselves and it's really material, but it actually goes quite deeper than that. So we always, because if we're seen as good, we think we will be loved. And exactly. that's always the underlining feeling of, and we want to be safe. And yeah. um, we think that those parts of ourselves that we're pushing away aren't uh, keeping us safe and will make us unlovable. Exactly. Because we've been fed this belief by society, you have to be a certain way mm -hmm. in order to be loved. And actually yeah. through also the process of awakening, you learn like, no, if I want to be truly, completely loved for me, I also have to express aspects of myself that are different. Yeah. And it's not about being perfect, but it's about taking ownership of your behavior, of your thinking, mm -hmm. and the way you feel. Yes. Also, about this, this trait that society has, uh, has taught us, uh, I call it one of the... How, how is it? One of the greatest uh, traps that we have been taught to is about conditional love. So this basically means that, that we need to um, meet certain conditions in order to get love, in order to get acceptance. And because we, we need these conditions, we have kind of like transformed ourselves in order just to meet those conditions. For example, if you want the love of our mother or our father, we need to become that good boy or that good girl in order to get that, that love. And this goes on also in our uh, adult life where we just become this person who negates the negative aspects because if we are uh, the bad guy, we don't get what we want, which is love. And this is where it all begins. So we need to let go of that and learn to kind of, let's say, love ourselves. And after that, we can start to integrate all that we are, the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way you can actually um, integrate this aspect is to uh, see those parts of yourself and not to judge them as wrong. Because yeah. that's what happened in past conditioning to your parents or people in your environment mm -hmm. but to kind of change it and to look at yourself with a more open mind and with more like curiosity and also with a form of love and acceptance and a lot of times we see love as this this state of being that we're really happy and joyful um Mm -hmm. which also is like um which comes with love so we when we feel love we feel really happy we feel really blissful but what actually love is is to take something as part of yourself so to see yeah. its own best interest and that is actually unconditional love mm -hmm. instead of conditional love to only love the good and happy parts of someone it's also really important to kind of see 
um, the, for example, certain parts that are in pain and to not judge it and to see it's okay to also experience pain. And it's also what you learn in meditation that mm-hmm. yes, these thoughts and feelings come up, but it doesn't make it bad, wrong, and that you learn to be more present with them. So maybe um, you also have some advice of like, for example, someone sits in meditation and uncomfortable feelings or really negative thoughts come up. Do you maybe have something advice how they can deal with that or or how you would deal with a situation like that coming up? Mm -hmm. So when negative thoughts or feelings uh, occur, you just go with them. What does this mean? You just observe them and you just feel them. Uh, for example, when negative, when I'm in a bad period or I feel bad or low or whatever, I accept that, okay, it's a bad time of my life. And I just go with it. I don't blame it. I don't fight with it. I don't judge it. I'm like, okay, I feel bad. So I accept it. I observe it from um, objective point. And I go with it because I know that it will pass exactly like a river or a wind. You feel bad, but at one point it will just go away. So when you, when people are in these states, they just need to relax and observe those feelings and they will go away because if you judge them, if you fight with them, they will only become stronger. Because you kind of like put your attention to them and you give them more energy, more attention. So it just let them go because they will go eventually. Yes, definitely. And also always to realize you are not just your thoughts. You know, these are things that pass. And a lot of times in meditation, you just have to let go of things. A certain thing has to be released some certain emotions or certain thoughts. So mm-hmm. just by them coming up to the surface, already is releasing it. So it will no longer stay with you all the time. Now it can now re- release and be let go of. Yes, um, yes, exactly. Yeah. And you also travel a lot, right? Yes. Um, what I also noticed myself when I travel for longer periods of time um, and you travel to different places it can be sometimes a little bit more difficult to really meditate daily and to really stick to that um Mm -hmm. do you maybe have some advice for people who are traveling often and also want to continue to uh, meditate on a daily basis yes so the thing about meditation and about this practice is that 10 minutes 20 minutes or one hour of day of sitting meditation will not make a big difference in your life because one hour you're meditating and the 23 hours you're just like all over the place and uh, negative thoughts or like you're distracted. So the thing about this practice, it's about taking that, that state of meditation where you just sit and bringing it in your day-to-day life, which means you are doing something, you're there, you're present, you're cooking, you're there with every, like, let's say, slice of, of onion that you cut. You're writing a paper, you're there with every word that, that you're writing. So it's about integrating this practice in your day-to-day activity. So, yes, 
you have if you if you're not used to it you need to start by doing it you know just like laying down and taking a, a while to practice it however after a while it will become part of your daily daily life same as for me when i'm doing something i'm there i'm like completely there and it's also meditation mm-hmm. however when i want to get deeper i go back to my let's say sitting meditation or closed eyes one so this is how people can 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 do it while they're traveling they need to learn to integrate it in their uh, walking life let's say yeah yeah because what i also had while traveling and i wouldn't be like really literally sitting with my eyes closed what we call like like traditional meditation i would mm-hmm. see um, but it can also just to sit into nature and to be completely be present and to allow yourself to hear all all the sounds and to feel like all the sensations in your body or when you're going for a walk to be completely present and also become aware of your thoughts and what also can help people do that is to start doing more open eye meditations because a lot of times Mm -hmm. when we close our eyes and uh, especially people who've been meditating for long when we close our eyes and we focus on the breathing we start becoming more calm and into a meditative state but we lose that when we open our eyes and we have all this external stimulation going on. So that's why just sitting in nature with your eyes open and do nothing else, or like I said, going for a walk can also really help you to integrate that into your daily basis. And what you also said, um, focusing on one thing at a time and to be completely absorbed in it. Mm-hmm. And I recently had that a lot more when I when I cook or when I'm with food because I'm becoming way more mindful of food as well. Mm-hmm. And I, and at the same time, you will enjoy it so much more. Or exactly. even when you're cleaning your house or something. Um, a lot of times we have these practices that we just want to get done. And yes. um, I think also what they say, enlightenment is not that you start to do everything completely differently. No, it's the way mm-hmm. you do things in. Yes. It, there was like a, a Zen quote. It was like, the monk before, med- before enlightenment, it's bringing, bringing the water from the river to the, to the house. And the monk after enlightenment brings, brings the water from the river to, to the house. So mostly nothing changes. It's just your perception changes. And also about uh, becoming this, uh, growing this practice, what people need to know is the more you practice this, uh, your brain and your body will start to change because we have what is called brain plasticity. So this means that when we do something, when we exercise it, the brain will change according to, to that exercise. And once for most people, their default mode is just like thinking in the past, thinking in the future, thinking all over the place, but not here. And once you start training in meditation, because it's exactly like sports training, your brain starts to change and your default mode starts to be this present focused attention. And it's, I can give you an example how it works for, for me. Uh, so for most people, they think of something that they're worrying about and they just go along with that 
fought all the time and it's like they're always stressed for me i have one thought of something that is worrying me comes along and the next moment i become present and i kind of like forget what what i was worrying about i'm like i was worrying about something but i have no idea what was it about and i was like okay so and i just go along with my daily activities and again for people who want to start it's all about practice it's about practice 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 it's take two weeks of doing it twice a day every day and you will see a result it's exactly like sports if you want if you do like 20 push-ups a day and you're expecting some grand results well good luck yeah, yeah, and it's also not just about getting the results. And that's what I also learned. Uh, I I love meditation, but also when you compare it like to training and actually training a muscle, that mm-hmm. um, I also do CrossFit like quite often, like four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. And what I also learned that for me, it's actually not anymore about getting higher weights or uh, being able to do something. It's just more about enjoying it. That's Mm -hmm. why I do it so often because I actually, I enjoy, and the same thing, I enjoy meditation. Mm -hmm. And of course you have moments when it's more difficult and especially in the beginning, I can really understand people who are beginning to meditate that it's like, okay, what am I doing? Uh, What good does this do? Um, so maybe you have some last advice that to keep someone going and to trust the process of meditation. Yes. Well, if I would, if I would give a, if somebody is having a hard time sticking to it, don't do it for the result. Do it just for the, for that state of relaxation. So just do meditation just because of doing it because if we take it in small chunks or in small steps it's much easier just to like keep our mind here than just like imagining all this process and just waiting to go there just keep your mind here you know if you want to meditate meditate relax but you know just keep on doing it because focus on the process and the results will come eventually. So yes, that's, that's, that's my, let's say, advice for them. Just keep on doing it. It was the same for me. I had no idea that I would get where I'm at the moment. I just keep, keep, kept on doing it. Yeah, the same for me. And I think the mo- biggest thing I learned, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Exactly. And um, you will naturally create your own style and find something that works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have some, sometimes I have moments where I just, I just want my quiet meditation. Sometimes I like to go for a guided meditation or with some specific meditative music. So it's always make it more fun and try out new things. So like I said, open eye meditation. There's so mm-hmm. many information also now out there and, don't think, oh, am I doing this right? There's no right or wrong way of doing it. I think that's also really important to yes. understand. And uh, Dragos, I really want to thank you so much um, for sharing so much. Uh, everything and uh, giving so much advice about meditation. I think it will really be helpful. And 
Yeah, it was great having you here. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. I'm really glad that I could I could share uh, my knowledge for those who need it. Okay. <laughs>